Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Daily Tea, where we spill all the tea on anything and everything you need to know. I'm Adriana. And I'm Adam, your host for today's episode. And we're going to be talking about how we've let go of our negative mindsets and what you all can learn from it. So prep your tea, take a seat, and let's go. So, what do we mean by negative mindsets? Well, we're talking about the ways of thinking that are harmful to our mental health in one way or another. So we'll be sharing with you guys on some stories of the toxic mindsets we used to have and how we let go of them. So hopefully you guys can learn from our stories and move past your own harmful mindsets as well. Yep. So in society, a lot of us do feel that we need to belong and fit in, which is completely normal and natural for us to feel like that. But at the same time, some of us do end up going through the feeling of pressure, which can affect our mental health. Right. So the first negative mindset we want to talk about is thinking you need to look or look like or act like other people. Right. So Adam, have you ever experienced a time where you thought that you needed to be like others? Oh yeah, of course, of course. I, my experience happened when I was uh, younger, around 15 years old. Uh, I got into a relationship because of the idea of it, you know, so and also because other people were doing it. Of course, I was really I was young back then. I was quite young. So I was curious and I wanted to experience it for myself, right? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I think a lot of people can relate to you on this. I mean, we're all young, so there are times where you just want to do some things for the sake of experiencing it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> sure enough, I did land myself a pretty girl. Uh, this girl and I were completely different when it came to our beliefs. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, she had things figured out for the most part. She was a painter, still is a painter, and <laughs> and I hadn't figured out my calling like hers yet. So we dated for around two months, but the relationship made me feel like I needed to be this perfect guy or something like that. So I realized I was only trying to fit into her ideals instead of just my own. By the perfect guy, do you mean you felt a bit? Pressure to do romantic gestures, or you just thought you needed to reach her level of expectations. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit of both actually. <laughs> I mean, I can't be like Ryan Gosling in the Notebook, you know. <laughs> But uh, I can, however, be myself, you know, just be Adam Ali, and that should just be enough for the right person. So yeah, we were just incompatible. And I decided that being in a relationship uh, at the time was just not for me, so I just broke it off with her as soon as I could. I see. So I guess what you're saying that because you felt you had to experience this, you kind of found yourself in a position where you couldn't really be yourself completely. Yes, exactly. So in my first relationship, I was only attracted to the idea of, idea of dating. I mean. Because everybody else was doing it. Basically、mm-hmm. speaking, I wasn't attracted to the actual person themselves. My inexperience and incomparably between me and my first pat- partner, like, made me realize this. So I finally started to see that trying to act like other people, just trying to be perfect for everybody and everything, was just 
toxic to my mental and emotional health. It was a gradual process really, but what I did was basically cut off any friendships and relationships that dragged me down and so I was able to start working on myself as a person. So this allowed me to see myself worth as something valid and I was able to become more myself again. Yeah, I do agree with what you had to do. Sometimes you just feel you're unable to grow and work on yourself because maybe the people around you aren't making it easy for you. So I guess it's not that you wanted to lose those friendships, but you had to for the sake of like coping with that negative thought you had. I mean, you yeah, well said, Adriana, you said it best. <laughs> but it was quite a life experience, that first relationship. I mean, I learned a lot from it, so. Yeah, of course, of course. So what about you, Adriana? Over the need to shape your personality to suit others? Well, um, there was a point in my life during high school where I think I was worried um, I wasn't going to fit in or make a lot of friends. And I think a lot of people um, during, I think a lot of you guys out there who are still in high school, especially you guys may have experienced this as well, whether you realize it or not, you know? Mm, yeah, I think a lot of people have worried about this at least once in their life. I mean, I know I have for sure. Yeah, so to me, learning and understanding the personalities of the people around you, that is something considered okay to do, right? Well, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, when it comes to making the right friends anyway, you should, you have to know their, who they are and what they're like, or else you might end up being friends with the wrong influences. Yeah, so yeah, you're right, but what happened for me was... I subconsciously had this mindset where I thought, oh, if I had, if I wanted to be more likable, I had to dress up or look like other people just so I could fit in, you know? And I, I remember I would buy clothes that I wasn't used to wearing. I was really particular with how I looked in front of everybody. I'd even starved myself because I wanted to be as skinny as all my friends. And I wasn't even that big, you know? Yeah, Jenna, you shouldn't stab yourself. Nobody should stab themselves, huh? Yeah, I know, I know that now. Well, looking back, of course, there's nothing wrong with wanting to fit in if that was what made me happy at the time. But I would have told myself that there's always a limit to how much you should change yourself and it shouldn't be to please other people. And I think I had trouble figuring out that part, just how far I could go. I wanted to match the personalities of my friends, I didn't want to feel different from them, and I especially didn't want other people to view me as different from my groups of friends. Yeah, I completely understand how you felt at that time, so, and I had more or less the same fear. Uh, if I could, I would have just told my old self, like, to just be true to yourself, like, much as you can. I mean, that would be much simpler for old me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Anyway, during my final uh, year in high school, something changed for me. I skipped a lot of school days to study at home where I could focus better. And then I started to notice that I felt a whole lot more genuine with myself. I wasn't overthinking so much about how to act in front of people. And so when that happened, I started to observe the environment around me. I wasn't in that environment where 
I felt that I needed to act a certain way anymore. And so after that, I came to this realization that what I thought was the right thing to, to do was really unhealthy. And so post high school, I was a bit distant from a lot of people. Not because I didn't want to stay friends with anyone, but I think I needed to, I felt the need to develop my own personality by myself. And it really did help. Oh yeah, well sometimes you do have to get out of, get yourself out of a situation, right? So you can come back much healthier, stronger and better. So I'm really glad you could do that. Yeah, really yeah, thank you. I'm really glad I could too. Today, I think I'm much more of my own person than I ever was. And I'm really glad that my friends um, appreciate and love me for being myself, which I also do wish I realized back then. Yeah, yeah. We both grew up to realize that we felt a bit pressure to act a certain way and do certain things because subconsciously we were trying to please other people. So guys, if you ever feel like you're not being yourself enough, just ask yourself why. Could it be because you have a similar negative mindset where you think you need to do things to be like other people just to get other people to like you? Yeah. From what Adam and I have shared, it's necessary that you guys understand that being true to yourself is much more important than trying to be like other people. Because if you keep thinking this way, you're just going to hurt yourself. Because the truth is, people should accept you for who you are as long as you're a good person and you treat everyone respectfully. Yep, well said. So, yeah, I know most people listening to this have experienced overthinking things. It can be quite scary the depths your mind will go to. <laughs> Maybe. Exactly. Overthinking is like a monster that could destroy a person's good mental health and it becomes worse when you start overthinking about yourself. Yes, Adriana and I have experienced this too. So where we used to think, overthink our self-worth a lot. Mm -hmm. So, as for me, I used to be in a toxic and mentally abusive relationship. The person always ridiculed me and just overall took their insecurities out on me. I mean, it was just one of my, the lowest points uh, I've ever experienced. And I felt like I had no support early on. So I started bottling up so much of my emotions and I really did feel like it would make me less of a man if I came forward with the fact that I uh, felt abused and underappreciated. So this led me to question my self-worth. But I soon decided I had to open up about what I was feeling, no matter how hard it was going to be, because I had my uh, friends and family to lean back on. And so by talking to my friends and family and taking their advices, I was really able to take, take charge and end the relationship uh, before I could really continue further. So it really helped me understand that my struggles are valid. Yeah. yeah, I think what you just said is very important for everyone to take note of. A lot of people need to realize that your struggles is valid enough for you to do something about it, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like if I had continued bottling up my emotions, I wouldn't have known uh, how to go about what I was feeling. So. So guys, I know keeping your feelings to yourself may seem easier, but there will come a time where you'll feel like everything inside of you is just weighing you down. And trust me, it will destroy you if you keep letting it. Yeah, that's true. 
For Adam, it was not easy for him to just open up to anyone. He was questioning his self-worth. And when that happens, you'll end up thinking that your feelings are invalid. Uh, yeah, so it was difficult, but I had to try and slowly open up, you know, and reach out to other people to trust it and relay to relay and tell them about my emotions. Like, uh, if you can't uh, seem to talk to your family, talk, just talk to your trusted friends or even your lecturers or teachers. Yeah, because feelings they should be talked about, no matter no matter how severe, how light or non. Problematic it may be, every thought deserves attention. So, talking about it can lead you to getting better and believing in your worth. Yep, I agree. Agree. So, I've shared my story. Have you ever had a time where you felt like you were overthinking your worth, Adriana? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I had struggled with having confidence in my own capabilities. Like, for example, in high school. I was never really a bright student. However, I knew I had my own potentials and capabilities, but I was never good at subjects like mathematics, accounting, or economics, like my friends. Right? I mean, those are really tough subjects. <laughs> yeah, they are. Gosh, like I could never do mathematics. Someone could try to explain to me how to answer a math question, and I'd still somehow get the answers wrong. Anyway, um, not not being great at those subjects、um, that other people were really good at, for a few reasons, it made me question my own capabilities, and I developed this negative trait where I kept comparing myself to other other friends who were really good and smart, and I ask myself, what am I doing wrong, or why don't I understand what I'm reading? And from there, everything just got me to start questioning my entire self worth. Oh yeah, I do understand how how that would feel like. Sometimes in life,、uh, life it just seems like you're the only one stuck at where you're stuck, where you're at. Like, but like everyone's is just ahead of you. It really does feel like that.、Uh, but and because of that, your level of confidence just goes down, and everything is、uh, everything, and you start overthinking your worth. So yeah, I get why you started feeling that way. Yeah, I mean, it became a bit bad because I was overthinking a lot. I was questioning whether I even had these capabilities and potentials I once thought I had. I didn't even want like an A plus for a subject. I just wanted to know that I was so good at doing something. I felt a bit lost too. So at that point, like you said, I lost a huge part of my confidence to do certain things. I just kept thinking that I was not good enough as others, so I'd share whatever I was feeling to a friend I trusted, and he'd remind me that different people are good at different things. No one is racing with each other to get to the finish line. Everyone is competing with themselves, not with others. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, everyone can and will make it in life as long as they take one step at a time, baby steps. Like you said, like we shouldn't、uh, look at life as like one big race with the finish line. Yeah. So he told me that I'm gonna figure out what I'm really good at one day, as long as I have the confidence to keep trying. So this applies to all of us. You know, you have to slowly push yourself to look at your own life from that perspective. Because, like for me, if I started overthinking again, I would try to come 
calm down and remember the words like, "Hey, I'm good enough." Hmm. Soon you'd start seeing your self worth again slowly, you know. So what I learned from this is that if you do want to improve yourself、um, and your own potential and capabilities, you shouldn't compare yourself to other people because that would just affect your confidence and make you overthink. So that's the practice and mindset that I've tried to hold on till today as much as I can.、Mm, yeah, it's good. It's good, but. You know, it's not easy to suddenly stop overthinking about yourself and your self-worth, which is why for both of us, we had to talk to someone. Yeah, I'd also like to add that if you notice your friends acting unusual or not their regular self, always check on them. You know, even at first, if they push you away or they seem pretty reserved, don't give up on them because、um, instead of doing that, you should be encouraged, encouraging them to, you know. Uh, just tell them that you're there to listen to their problems, whatever those problems may be. Yep. So communicating your feelings to the people、uh, you know you can trust is very important. Of course, like Adriana said, always check in on others too, the people you care about. Anyways, the next negative thoughts we'd like to share with you guys about has something to do with our education and studies. Yep. From letting the negative thought of fear hold us back. Too worrying about success in life. So, Adam, how about you share your story first? <laughs> oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, growing up, I never really took my studies seriously. I mean, yes, fear did hold me back. Fear of failure. So, I guess、uh, it came from being bullied. I was picked on quite a lot for thinking and doing things differently. Uh, plus, there were people getting better grades than me, so I felt like I could never top that. Let's just say self-comparison is one of the worst things one can inflict upon themselves. So I felt like I had a huge burden on my shoulders, especially with my parents' expectations only making that burden a little heavier. My classmates back then seemed much more academically capable, so this contributed to a lot of nervousness and tension within me. Yeah, I mean that's very similar to what I experienced. I mean, your family—they had. High expectations from you, and everyone else in class was coping with their studies and taking it more seriously than you were. So, I guess as soon as you noticed all that, that fear suddenly came into play. Yeah, yeah, and because of that fear, it made me kind of apathetic towards my education. Like, I just stopped trying. You know, I mean, it didn't help the fact that due to Being an only child, my parents sort of pampered me and feel like I was a natural prodigy early on. Like, I see.、Uh, that was not good. <laughs> my parents were the type of people to kind of shelter me and treat me like a baby, especially my mother. I guess it had something to do with that. I'm really just high functioning autistic. I really wasn't diagnosed until I saw a psychologist at age 13. So, but I'm still figuring out、uh, that condition. Yeah, my grades were quite good during primary, but the grades kind of went downhill when I was a teenager during secondary. So this led me to question my academic capability. I see. So you had this feeling of constant fear, and then a lot of negativity originated from that, which ended up holding you back from just getting on your feet and trying to un- unlock your potentials, right? But how did you overcome that? Thought of fear. Well, I turned things around when I failed my IGSE 
see a seas for the first time you know uh i realized i could not repeat that again so i knew i had to succeed the next time around what i did was i started forging my own path instead of following the ones laid out for me i started trying to fit into boxes like oh he should be this or he should be that i just wanted to be me and i just i started seeing my condition as like a gift instead of a curse and i had also really good media to look up on to get inspiration i mean i you all know that i'm a huge comic book and video game fan yeah so, we know yeah so you can see that i would take inspiration from peeps like spider-man or x-men to, you know just realize that being different is okay so forge my own path i needed to acknowledge and accept my own strengths and weaknesses my greatest strength probably lies in my knack for writing and my greatest weakness probably lies in my inability to comprehend the far reaches of mathematics is really not my <laughs> best subject right so by forging your own path you basically laid out your own expectations for yourself including your own aims your own goals and objectives so this way the only person you're focusing on to um satisfy or to prevent from you know disappointing is yourself therefore all that all of that negative thought you had that came from that fear it would slowly go away yeah exactly exactly so also working on my condition i realized that it's not a disability as a, but a gift as i said so before so i worked around them accordingly and other than that coming to ICT college also really helped me strengthen my work ethic so much better and taught me that i have so much to learn and to this day we we are still young and we have so much to learn mm-hmm. so right. uh, after forging my own path and making sure i've established what my goals are i was able to con- take control of my work and life and put in the right effort that was needed especially the things that i felt most passionate about i see well yeah figuring the direction and journey for yourself um you know i think that was a really good way to like it was a good idea you know it i can see it really helped you let those fears go yeah i can say it did so how about you ajana well um okay so you know how some families they strongly believe that studying hard and getting that degree or phd it's the only thing to ensure you have a good career path and be successful well those are true i i think those are true but to a certain extent i used to have this negative thought this negative mindset where i i would think that oh if i didn't get a lot of a's for exams that would be the end of my future and i think a lot of you guys out there may feel this way too in your head you keep thinking that if you don't achieve this certain result you start feeling like a failure and a disappointment to everyone right yeah yeah i think this also roots this also roots from how some families become really disappointed in you when you're happy with the passing marks you get or small achievements you made but because to them those aren't just enough yeah i agree with you there are many of us who grew up with parents who measure their children's worth and intelligence mostly based on their grades therefore when their child is unable to reach 
their level of expectations, they sometimes get ridiculed by their parents, which morally I think should not happen. So as a result, a lot of youths um, today are embedded with this negative mindset where they think they will only be deemed as successful or someone who has quote-unquote made it, which is very draining and doesn't actually help us to become better. Um, So yeah, for me, because I felt very drained having this mindset, to to prevent myself from completely giving up, I made sure to improve on myself wherever I could, wherever I knew I had control of, like my presentation skills, for instance. So once I was in college, I noticed that not everyone was good at everything. We all had different talents and gifts, right? Some were good at filmmaking, some at writing, and some at speaking. Mm -hmm. So that's when it hit me that having a mindset, thinking I'm always going to fail for not reaching other people's expectations, that's wrong. So you shouldn't have to stress yourself out so much over the end result, but you should focus more on the journey. Mm. So I needed to focus on what I'm learning and gaining for myself. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Your success should be measured based on what you what you enjoy doing, what you're learning and experiencing, not so much about the grades or the numbers. Yeah, so I remember a friend of mine sent me this quote once that said um, something Something like this. It's not about the the letter A and Z, but more about the letter B to the letter Y, which mm-hmm. I think really fits with this with what we're talking about. So right now I'm doing well in my course, the, what the course I'm studying because I'm doing something I actually enjoy, and this really opened my eyes because I realized that success isn't all built around the idea of studying super hard every day and getting good results, getting a high CGPA, but success should be a result of something you want to do and learn, something you you want to actually put effort into doing, consistent effort, is the thing you love. So for me, I believe that everyone can become successful in their own ways and ideas as long as they appreciate and focus on the journey to getting there. Yeah, you really did say right, Adriana. So guys, having the mindset of always thinking you might fail will only prevent you from succeeding. I mean, fearing the idea of failing could also contribute to you not being able to focus on your journey. Yeah, everyone will experience failure before knowing the true taste of success. That's what, that's how you actually really feel it, you know, success. So create your own goals for yourself, create your own journey and path for yourself like Adam did, but create it for yourself, not for for anyone else, you know? Yeah, this way you'll be able to shift your focus more uh, to your own experiences and journey, instead of constantly worrying about the end result. Yeah, definitely. So today we shared with you guys our stories, um, experiences and opinions on three different negative mindsets that we both used to have. We've talked about the mindset of thinking we need to be like other people and then the act of overthinking about your self-worth and finally the mindset of just thinking that you might fail. So if all of us really think about it, all these negative ways of thinking do tie in 
with one another like for example if you constantly think you need to be like others you'll end up not being true to yourself and this will affect your the confidence you have in yourself and that's when you start overthinking about your self worth and your capabilities because you're overthinking you worry too much you in and are worrying uh, that you may always fail in life yeah well we all know that this is a lot we we know this is a lot for you guys to take in which is why um it is very important to try letting go of these mindsets slowly with the help from other people around you that you trust anyway we hope you guys were able to learn a lot from the stories we shared today and hopefully move past your own negative mindsets all right so guys we have come to the end of today's episode and we love your insights on what was discussed in today's episode Yep, do share your thoughts with us on our Instagram at theyouth_official_ or send us an email at youthofficial2020 at gmail.com. You can also email us any questions or topic suggestions that you would like us to talk about in our future episodes. So do remember to also check out our website and Instagram account for more info. It's us for the youth by the youth. and about the youth till next time this is adriana and adam signing out